0: White House adopts an energy policy where everyone loses, January the 31st, 2024. With this moratorium on new LNG export terminals, aging President Joe Biden and his advisors have stumbled on a way to upset both ends of the political spectrum. Domestic energy businesses want to export more cheap U.S. natural gas to foreign buyers, Following Russia's invasion of Ukraine two years ago, the U.S. pledged to replace the natural gas no longer flowing through Nord Stream to Western Europe. Many new LNG export terminals are at various stages of development. Planning and construction take several years. Now that the Department of Energy has been directed to examine the climate impact of each new facility awaiting approval, that will impose additional delays, even assuming they're approved. Venture Global's Calcasio Pass 2, or CP2, is the immediate casualty. This $10 billion project is slated to export over 2.5 billion cubic feet per day, raising exports by 20%. But enough projects have already been approved and begun construction that we're still on track for a doubling of US LNG exports to around 24 billion cubic feet per day by 2027. The White House has turned to Alex Harouse, a 25-year-old Colorado social media influencer, in an effort to excite young people enough to re-elect a doddering octogenarian. Like too many climate extremists, Harouse combines well-intentioned enthusiasm with poor recommendations. His social media profile caught the attention of White House advisor John Podesta, and a Zoom meeting followed, which evidently impacted the new policy. Haros and his TikTok followers believe that building LNG terminals assures long-term trade in natural gas. Haros presumably believes the world needs to run on solar and wind. It's a shame that youthful enthusiasm to curb greenhouse gas emissions isn't directed towards practical solutions. LNG buyers are largely Asian. The International Energy Agency reports that China, India, and other Southeast Asian countries consume 75% of the world's coal. They noted that last year's 5% demand growth in China was driven by increased electricity consumption. This is partly because of the growth in EVs, often lauded by policymakers as evidence of China's commitment to reduce greenhouse gases. Yes, China's EVs run on coal. Coal Coal-to-gas switching is how greenhouse gases have fallen in the U.S. and is our best chance to achieve similar success in emerging Asia. Harouse and his band of idealistic young supporters are pushing policies whose results won't match their aspirations. To cite just one example, Pakistan last year decided to quadruple coal-based power generation because of high LNG prices. Perhaps shocking to the Harouse TikTok crowd, Pakistan did not immediately turn to solar and wind. Coal is cheap and easy to use. Its consumption keeps hitting new records as emerging economies consume more energy. China and Russia are planning the power of Siberia 2 gas pipeline to redirect supplies no longer going to Europe. Slow negotiations over the final terms of delayed construction, but it will eventually be built. This will reduce China's need for coal and thereby its greenhouse gas emissions. Emerging economies would like to use more natural gas. We should encourage them. So far, the White House has upset energy companies around the world who are planning for more U.S. LNG exports. Foreign business groups have expressed concern over America's inconsistent posture on providing energy security. Japan's government said they're worried about the possibility of delays at facilities that haven't yet gained approval. The White House has implemented a policy that will set back climate ambitions in the hopes of gaining youthful, idealistic votes in November. Wall Street analysts regarded it as a temporary delay that will be reversed after the election. That's why there's been little impact on stocks that might otherwise be affected. Cash flows from energy transfers proposed Lake Charles Terminal were not reflected in the stock price. JP Morgan thinks further delays would reduce near-term capex, a positive. Similarly, delays to Chenier's planned addition of Trains 8 and 9 at their Corpus Christi mid-scale facility could also boost near-term free cash flow. Both Wells Fargo and Morgan Stanley expect the moratorium on new approvals to be lifted after the election, regardless of who wins. Trump has already said he'd do so immediately. This means that Alex Arouse and his idealistic TikTok followers are being played. Investors are betting that Biden will reverse himself if he wins the election. So by December, the moratorium on LNG approvals will have upset just about everyone possible. From the energy sector and its customers to the climate extremists whose election support was rented. And it won't have helped reduce greenhouse gases because of the widespread reliance on coal among Asian LNG importing countries.